What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. We know, Lord Jesus, that you speak to us in a particularly intimate way through the liturgy of the Church. The liturgy of the Church is like the dialogue with the spouse. The Church is the spouse of Christ, and Christ therefore speaks to his Church in a particular, unique, personal, intimate way in the liturgy. That's why it can often be helpful for us just to bring the texts of the Mass or the texts of the readings or the different parts of the Mass to our own personal meditation, to our prayer. Because it is the voice of the spouse, the voice of Jesus Christ, who loves his people, who gives his life for his people. And looking at today's liturgy, there's a fairly clear message from the Lord. The entrance antiphon, for example, The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The decrees of the Lord are steadfast. They give wisdom to the simple. The law of the Lord is perfect. And then in the uh, responsorial psalm, the response is, Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. We might say, what is this about the law of the Lord, Jesus? Because for us, in our contemporary, I suppose, sensibility, the whole idea of obeying a law a priori, it's not something that we find attractive. It's not something that we rush to do. And yet... You're telling us that the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. You tell us, blessed are they, happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who observe his decrees and seek him with all their heart. I guess Lent is a time to rediscover the capacity to listen to God's law. To listen and to assimilate, to embrace God's law. God's law is not a series of restrictions. It's not a series of precepts to to cramp our style or to stunt our flourishing. On the contrary, the law of God is like a signpost or a series of signposts that leads to fullness of life. We think of St. Augustine, one of the greatest saints in the history of the Church, who was all the time looking for happiness, restless, trying different things, making big mistakes along the way. And then eventually he realises that he needs to listen to the Lord who dwells within him. Late have I loved you, O beauty so ancient and so new. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. The law of the Lord is perfect 
because it is ultimately the law of God's love for us and our vocation to love him and to love others. The law of the Lord is not like an extrinsic code written down somewhere outside of us that you and I have to kind of measure up to or adequate our behavior to. No. The law of the Lord is written in our very being. It's the very fabric of our existence. The law of the Lord is our call to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. You could say the vocation of every person is to adore God. And in adoring God, in loving God, we receive all his love. And we in turn are able to share that love with other people. And that brings not just, you might say, the fullness of Christian holiness. It also brings with it human flourishing, true joy, deep, deep peace. The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. For all these reasons, we know that Lent is a time of prayer. Of the three pillars of Lent, prayer, sacrifice and alms, the first and the most important pillar is prayer. And in our prayer, like we're trying to do here together, praying uh, in this recording, in our prayer, it's important to listen to the Lord. To listen to the law of the Lord for each one of us. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts. Or in the gospel of the second Sunday of Lent tomorrow, we'll see, we'll see you, Jesus. We'll contemplate you um, transfigured in glory, full of your divinity, shining with the greatness of your eternity, of your resurrected life. And in that sublime moment, the voice of the Father sounds from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. Listen to him. In order to implement, as it were, or embrace God's law, we might say God's inspirations, God's love in our lives, there is a prerequisite, which is our being attentive to God, our listening to God. And that is a matter of inner silence, of prayer of time before the Blessed Sacrament, of quiet prayer in my room, of meditation as I walk in a quiet place, whatever form it might take. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. How important it is to be a good listener, especially when it comes to God. There was a king of Belgium called Baudouin, who died in 1993, at a relatively young age, I think he was just 62, and he was, by all accounts, an extraordinary person, although during his life he was very discreet and quiet and humble. He was a man who cared a lot for his people, who had a great sense of spirit of service in his work, who worked hard to, to reach out to all the different sectors of the population. He gave a great witness to life uh, and to basic Christian morality and human morality because in 1990, when a, a, a bad abortion law was brought in in Belgium, he abdicated for a few days. He wouldn't sign it as head of state, and he gave that witness to life and to the preciousness of, of God's gift of life. But on one of the anniversaries of his coronation, there was a, an article written about him by uh, somebody in, in one of the national papers in Belgium. And the title of the article was very telling. The title of the article was a man 
who makes you exist. A man who makes you exist. And the theme of the article was simple and deep. Basically, the uh, the writer, who I think was a prominent person in Belgian society, made the point that, look, this king we have is a man who knows how to listen to people. That when he's with a particular person, be it, I don't know, an ordinary person in the street or a great diplomat or a statesperson or, or whatever, whatever kind of person, a child or an elderly person, he knows how to listen to that person so that when you're with him, you feel loved, you feel appreciated, you feel that you really exist, you really exist. So the art of good listening is the art of making people realize that they are cherished, that they exist, that they are loved, that they matter. And, and Lord Jesus, I want to apply this to my relationship with you. I want you to realize that you really exist for me, that I am interested in listening to you, that your law is perfect and I want to listen to that law. I want to embrace the signposts towards true life, which is your law, which is your your commandments and, and also, I suppose, the whole realm of, of divine inspirations. And the law of the Lord or his guidance to us comes through the inspirations he gives us in our prayer or in any moment of our day. Saint Faustina Kowalska, that great saint and apostle of divine mercy, in her diary, uh, she writes, My Jesus, it is truly easy to become holy. It just takes a little bit of goodwill. And if he, Jesus, finds this minimum of goodwill in a soul, he quickly gives himself to her. And nothing can stop him, neither our faults nor our falls, absolutely nothing. Jesus hurries to help that soul, and if that soul is faithful to this grace from God, she can in a short time reach the highest level of holiness that a created being can attain here below. God is very generous and does not refuse his grace to anyone. He gives even more than we ask for. The shortest road is faithfulness to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. That's, a, that's a quite a, a lapidary phrase of St. Faustine, an important phrase. The shortest road is faithfulness to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. That's a lovely bit of encouragement for us during Lent. Lord Jesus, help me to listen to you. Help me to trust in your love. Help me to be open to your law. Help me to be like your blessed mother and my mother, who says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Behold the servant of the Lord.